great to be here and uh, my name is Jack and I have with me Marcel and Jonas from Be Easy behind right. the camera. Uh, yeah, so a uh, great day today, isn't it? Yeah, the weather is really good and it's yeah. our first podcast and YouTube video ever. So we're really excited to do this and yeah, we hope you will enjoy it. Uh, first of all, we will talk a bit about us and then we will get into the topic. So my name is Marcel. I'm a travel photographer from Berlin. Um, I started photo uh, photography about three years ago, um, traveled the world uh, for seven months and bought my first camera there. Afterwards, um, I quit my job, moved to Berlin, uh, started working full time in a studio. And since four months, I'm freelancing um, as a photographer here in Berlin, mostly travel, but I also do portraits. Jack, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for me, I started uh, photography again, similar to you, like two years before or so. Was uh, funny that I started only taking pictures uh, of the places where I travel, and uh, uh, in a point that to show to my friends where I've been and what I've been doing. And interestingly, over time, I started gaining more interest about photography and get more uh, interest and started practicing a lot of techniques. Mm -hmm. And right now, I'm happy to say that travel photography is something which drives me and also the street photography, which is super interesting and very different from travel photography. Uh, yeah, so this is a bit of a story about me as well. <laughs> <laughs> So what is your style of photography right now? How would you define your photography style? Um, it depends. I'm still trying to find my style. Yeah. Um, I already found some photography styles I personally really enjoy, which okay. is like architecture or also Great. landscape, but I'm still learning every day and uh, try to yeah, to bring my own style to the next level because mostly I think I found my style and two or three months later I change again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm still searching, but I really enjoy architecture or landscape and also portrait photography. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Great, because uh, photography is huge, right? Yes, There's yes. a lot of niches and you have to be really specific what you're looking for yes, yes, and yes. what you want to learn. Mm. So yeah, like many of the photographers in the beginning stages probably like search for what they are interested in and maybe practice it for f a few months or years even yes. mastering the technique before they move mm -hmm. to, a, to the next one yes so yes. yeah this is super important and you're from berlin right or uh, i moved to berlin uh two and a half years ago okay. um, i'm born in the south of germany uh -huh. uh, near stuttgart where i spent my childhood and um my how to say um your, years yeah. after my childhood <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a german guy so i can do that <laughs> and yeah i moved to berlin two and a half years ago with the dream to be a photographer because yeah. i always thought that berlin is a city of artists mm -hmm. and also there are a lot of hot spots in this town and yeah i just wanted to go for it and seems like it was the right decision great is uh berlin the city driving your uh, photography passion or how, what, what is the relationship between the photography and Berlin to you? Uh, Berlin always was a freedom for me, so I can do whatever I want. I can walk around with the camera, take mm -hmm. pictures, nobody is looking at me, thinking, <laughs> what is this guy doing in my hometown? When you walk around with a camera, everybody will be like, oh, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, because Stuttgart is a financial capital yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah, Berlin, yeah, yeah. of so Germany. More suits, uh, less artists, <laughs> but still cool. <laughs> Great, all right. And yeah, also what's 
nice in Berlin is there are like tons of hotspots, so yeah. you never run out of shots. So there is always something you can shoot here. I'm here now for two and a half years, and I have maybe finished twenty percent of my list. Yeah, probably. so there mm -hmm. is really a lot you can do here. And uh, also, since I've been living here for three years now, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm always surprised, like how many new spots come up, yes, yes, and yes, how yes, much yes. you ha have not explored in the city. Yes, yes, because yes. Uh, every single time you look into the internet or you look into a new spot, which uh, you uh, pass by every single day mm -hmm. and when you stop and look in it as a photography view mm -hmm. then it becomes super interesting a new perspective that you have never seen before yes. yeah. so it's really fascinating for me like three years I'm in the same boat <laughs> as you like 20% or 25% of the place covered <laughs> and still that list is endless yes 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 and, and they are also bringing new buildings every year exactly. <laughs> so the list is growing <laughs> what's the last thing in Berlin that got you excited last spot that you just discovered uh, actually, like uh, there are a lot of lookup spots. Like uh, as Marcel mentioned, there are a lot of uh, architecture photographers in Germany, mm -hmm. uh, and there are very interesting architectural stru uh, structures as well here. And uh, Berlin is one of the cities where it's famous for its lookup shots, right? Yeah, there, there are, are a lot of lookup yes, shots yes, for yes. its symmetrical appearance and uh, visually pleasing colors mm. and contrast. Uh, yeah, like I think I also did like maybe 30 or 40 percentage of the lookup shots or the perspectives that's, yeah, uh, yeah. that the city is providing us. Yes, yes. And for example, <laughs> one of the newest building, which really, uh, yeah, which I really liked, is the Axel Springer Neubau. It's been finished like two or three months ago. I still have to go there. It looks <laughs> like like a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really nice architecture. And now also um, at the Berlin Central Station, uh -huh. they uh, built a new building. I haven't been there. It also looks like a, a big. Uh, mirror box so I just saw it on pictures I really have right. to go there yeah because uh, for me I love taking picture of the Hauptbahnhof <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it was interesting when I landed in Berlin I was mm. really surprised looking at the Tegel airport which is very tiny <laughs> compared to the, the station uh, is bigger right <laughs> exactly so when I went to the Hauptbahnhof I, uh, which is the uh, central station mm. and uh, when I went there I was really surprised by its massiveness compared to the airport that they have and you can take endless amounts of pictures there. It yeah. also offers a lot of symmetrical lines and yes, uh, compositions yes. and very busy environment, perfect for uh, street photography. Yes, or, perfect yeah. for your style, definitely. Exactly. Yes, yes. And yeah, like so uh, you mentioned about Berlin and uh, how many artists here uh, are, are here. So how would you describe the competition mm. or in, in the photography niche? Well, I think here in Berlin are a lot of amazing photographers, mm -hmm. but for me, I never think about competition. I always think there is enough room for anybody. Yeah. So I think Berlin offers so much possibilities, uh, spots, and also a lot of big companies and brands here that everybody of the Berlin photographers can make it. Yeah. And so for me, it's not competition. It's more like people on the same path as I am. Definitely. And yeah, for sure, I get inspired from yeah. a lot of other photographers mm -hmm. and I hope I inspire some as well. Yeah. But for me, it's never like yeah, a real competition or something. It's like we're all on the same boat and there's enough for everybody of sure. us or for each of us. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because uh, I asked this question because there are a lot of budding photographers or new photographers who are moving into the city. Mm -hmm. And one of the common complaints I hear, which is a little bit funny, <laughs> because they complain that Berlin is overpopulated with mm -hmm. photographers or with artists where there is no chance to make a living out of it. Mm -hmm. 
So what is your opinion on the, um, this kind of people or advice to these kind of people? Uh, change your mindset <laughs> and then go for it. So when you think there is no possibility for you, then there is nothing. I, I totally so, agree. But when you come here and you, you think you can make it, then, then you will make it. Exactly. So I really think it's all about the mindset. And when you come here and you think it's not possible, then before you start, change your mindset. Uh, and when you are in a point where you think you can make it, go for it and it will work. 100%. Definitely. Because uh, it, like the people who wanted to say a reason uh, that it's overcrowded mm -hmm. uh, for someone who is coming from a very populated country like <laughs> in, India, since <laughs> I come from India and then grew up there. So mm -hmm. I see the competition over there is huge, multiple times yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to the cities yeah. over here. Mm -hmm. But still, like all the, all the talented people, of course, come up every single day mm -hmm. when they are uh, striving hard on what they really like mm -hmm. and continuously practicing it and hard working on it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they are the, the getting success over the years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's, yeah, I think a lot of people just uh, look for excuses to yeah. get started, but yeah, they should just change their mindset and get started because everybody can do it. Exactly. It's just about what you believe about yourself and the things you do. Exactly. So because also in the beginning of the years, every single photographer spend months or years mm. trying to explore as you also mentioned that mm. uh, even with your years of experience, you are still trying to figure out your passion yes. um, or which kind of niche you want to settle down yes. in photography. So it's uh, it's never ending process or it's yeah, a long term yeah. process yeah. To, be, uh, to be fair. So uh, in the beginning, I always also tell some of the people who wanted to get into photography, just get started, mm -hmm. experiment different things, and then you will find a passion for something. Yes, uh, you will find it on, <coughs> on the way, I guess. So you can't get started and already know what you want. You have to do some mistakes to exactly. see what you don't like. And you have also to do some nice shots or have to have good experience and uh -huh. you see, okay, this is what I like. Yeah. And there is no way around it. So just go out there and try everything and then hopefully one day you will find it <laughs> this brings me to an interesting question like uh, it was um, a great experience for me mm. to uh, last week that i sat down looked at some of the pictures which i took like three four years ago in the I'm beginning ashamed of, of myself <laughs> <when> i do <laughs> that <laughs> exactly so it's interesting for me to see how much uh, i improved in photography yes, yes. and the, and the different techniques that i use in my pictures today compared mm -hmm. to what i was using three or four years ago yes, yes. Uh, do you also do like uh, check your pre uh, pictures that you take from, from time to time, to time but most of the time <laughs> i just look there for a few seconds and oh gosh <laughs> but sometimes it's also uh, nice to see um, how you developed your own style exactly. and also to see um, that the pictures look better now and that you improved somehow and this always pushes me to to go further because yeah. yeah when you can learn so much in half a year to a year what can you learn when you do it for two or three years exactly so i always think practice is the most important yeah, yeah true yeah. but it's also something uh which is fun for me to take an old picture mm. and start editing to to see if i can get something better out of it you know <laughs> like because mm. it's not only the photography technique you learn over the years but mm. also how you present with your editing technique or your cropping factor because mm -hmm. it plays a very important role. Yeah, Some of the places you might have shot it in horizontal and in, uh, in vertical format, mm -hmm. but it only makes sense if you crop it in horizontal format or yes. the or the other way around. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I always try to find very old picture of mine and try to do some editing on there or mm -hmm. different crop factor than what I have already done mm -hmm. to see how much. Uh, difference does it make in the new uh, technique? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do this from time to time as well. And for me, I found out personally that editing is like uh, 
as important as the photography. So it's really 50-50. Exactly. When you are really good in photography, but bad in editing, the pictures will not yeah, unleash their full potential. Sure. So editing is yeah, on the same level like photography, especially mm -hmm. in these days yeah. uh, with social media yeah. and a lot of competition where you yeah, you need your own style. Yeah. Uh, so editing is really, really yeah, important. It makes a lot of sense and uh, adds value to your picture. Yes. It's like uh, a restaurant scenario where <laughs> a chef comes up with an idea mm. and uh, he makes a very delicious dish, mm -hmm. but he also needs to know how to present it to the, to the people. Yeah, who, yeah, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. So editing uh, for me is a perfect way mm. to uh, present your work in the mm. best conditions as mm -hmm. you think or your vision uh, of, the of the picture. Yeah. Yes, 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 same for me. Yeah, same and me. Uh, what is your ideal time that you kind of spend on editing a picture? Uh, it depends. <coughs> uh, mostly it's about, let's say, 5 to 15 minutes, mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. like this. When it's an uh, indoor shot or a portrait, it can go up to an hour or yeah. something like this, just for uh, brushing the skin, the skin tones, tones and texture. Yes, yes, and also getting the lines straight and all the stuff. Yeah. But for a normal golden hour shot, which I take most of the time, it's done in five minutes. Exactly. Exactly, because I remember for me still it takes about uh, 20 minutes to half an hour based on the situation. So yes, normally yes, I'm, get, I'm also getting done in five minutes mm -hmm. because as a travel photography, uh, sometimes I have pictures which I have taken in mm -hmm. a very short time in a very bad conditions. <laughs> so I have to spend like hours in to editing get the process. Best out of it. Exactly, yeah, maybe yeah, I yeah. might need a sky replacement mm -hmm. um, or adding or el eliminating elements from the pictures yes. to make it look perfect. Yes, yes. Uh, that brings me to a, a new question. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is your point on editing because uh, or uh, manipulating the pictures? This can also include like sky replacement or removing a person from the picture or even uh, there, will, there might be some trash on the ground of mm -hmm. your picture and uh, you might have to clean it during your editing process. Mm -hmm. So what is your view on photo manipulation and what do you think is too much? I think there is no limit. Exactly. So um, photography, uh, photography is art. Yeah. And for some people, when um, they want to put uh, two or three pictures together, it's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. So uh, my style is more like I try to keep the picture as natural as possible, mm -hmm. but I always clean the street and stuff <laughs> like this. So yeah, because most of the spots in Berlin are. are yeah, you know it when you live here. <laughs> a, a casual. Lot, yeah, a lot of uh, cigarettes, uh, white powders on and the <laughs> bottom and everything. It's just distracting from the picture. So I clean really everything in yeah. the pic. But uh, really manipulating, I do rarely. Oh. But I enjoy it when, when others do it. For yeah. me, it's just my Photoshop skills are average. Yeah. So mm -hmm. most of the time when I try to manipulate a picture, I'm not really happy with the result. Yeah. Because yeah. I think when you go into manipulating, uh -huh. you should make it look real. Exactly. So this is really the most important. The most challenging part as well, because yes. I spend a fair amount of time in photo, uh, Photoshop mm -hmm. and uh, it's even more harder mm -hmm. uh, compared to Lightroom or the, the possibility is endless yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, on the you have to really have a clear idea before you open Photoshop because uh, I might sometimes spend like whole whole day <laughs> in just editing one picture mm -hmm. because I don't know where to stop. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it's important for a photographer to know kind of what they want to achieve from the picture yeah, in yeah. Photoshop or else like it's... Uh, Road to no direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah, also in Lightroom you have like all the <laughs> sliders and all the functions on, on the right side. So mm -hmm. it's really easy to play around and see what it is. But in yeah. Photoshop you really have to go through the menus yeah. and you yeah. have to know what you're looking for or it will not work. 
Exactly. So I think Lightroom is easier, but Photoshop has more potential. Exactly. Yeah. Because the reason why I asked about photo manipulation is uh, this is exactly the same answer mm -hmm. I would uh, expect or uh, expect to get mm -hmm. when I ask an, an experienced photographer because mm -hmm. we any photographer will have to change something in the picture yeah, in order definitely. to before they present. Mm -hmm. It depends uh, how much they change, of course. Mm -hmm. But uh, as a common visual is that photographers, when they take the picture, mm -hmm. it's already looking perfect. But it's normally <laughs> never the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to change something in order to present it in a, in a better way. Yes. For me, I, uh, since I'm in a travel photography niche, mm -hmm. sometimes, I, as I told you, like I might be in a location where it's terribly uh, bad light condition mm -hmm. or the photo looks overexposed or so, the mm -hmm. cloud is really blown out or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I change. Uh, the clouds or add some elements or remove mm -hmm. some elements which can happen it's mm -hmm. a natural element mm -hmm. for me and it's very important to to present it in the best condition where I feel in my mind or have a visual of that picture mm -hmm. and uh, I, I totally think it's okay to to change uh, certain things Definitely. because it can happen it's a natural element mm -hmm. there might be the cloud there might not be the cloud yeah, you can visit <laughs> the spot like 20 times exactly. uh, when it's for example um, it's a place uh, during your travel you can come back there 20 times so exactly. you, you uh, have to go there once get the shots and then get the most out of it yeah and when the conditions are bad then it's time for editing exactly so it's the exactly. same the same what I do yeah but mostly uh, we've been lucky with the conditions but for example our last trip um, to Bavaria yeah, yeah. Uh, when we went to Burg Els it was just super uh, harsh, harsh the light yeah. and everything was burned out so yeah. this yeah. is something I would definitely edit Exactly. because I cannot go there again tomorrow easily mm -hmm. so yeah this is definitely a case for editing yeah, yeah. Uh, to to everyone like uh, even for Jonas like me and Marcel always go on the road together or do some road trips together <laughs> 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 or uh, yeah exactly or, or even work with uh, workshops together how long have we been have we been working together like six seven months right now yeah, I think uh, <coughs> seven months plus yeah. maybe even eight doing something. workshops together yes workshops together and also had a few paid jobs together exactly uh, travel jobs for hotels and everything exactly yes. and uh, the interesting point is that when we are doing a collaboration or on the road we normally don't have the time to discuss all these things. Probably we are just <laughs> running, uh, rushing to the next spot <laughs> to finish our checklist of requirements that is required for mm -hmm. the campaign mm -hmm. or for the workshop. So this is uh, really interesting to uh, kind of sit down, pick each other's brain about photography <laughs> and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Question. <coughs> uh, you guys seem to be pushing each other to be better. Would you recommend someone that's just starting to find like a photo buddy, someone you look after and shoot? I, I would strongly recommend because mm -hmm. um, uh, when we started, kind of, the, there are a lot of things which I learned from Marcel. I hope there is something which he learned yeah, from I me. I learned a lot from <laughs> you as well. So yeah, by yeah. having a photo buddy or max, mm -hmm. I, I would not recommend more than three people mm. together. Maybe it's if it's five or ten people, there is more a lot of distraction happening. But when when you have one or two people uh, with you mm. and it's a bit more competitive to to trying to get the best shot. Mm. Of the same situation or the same scenario and uh, yeah it's, it's highly recommended because you kind of learn faster than what you uh, intend to yeah, uh, there yeah. are of course tons and tons of uh, tutorials online and mm -hmm. YouTube or other paid sites etc or people even mm -hmm. spend thousands of euros in Academy uh, going for courses mm -hmm. but it's, when it comes to practical experience when they shoot with the photo buddy they improve their skills way faster yeah, it's like the like with, with a mentor when you are exactly. with somebody who uh, is really good in something he's yeah. doing 
when you are with him you will learn a lot from it definitely without yeah spending a lot of time or mm -hmm. money on it i would also recommend always uh, shooting with other photographers but as you told not too much yeah because right. you can see which settings are they using which exactly. angles are they using you can ask questions say how how did you get that shot so nice yeah, and you yeah. will get an answer immediately and you can use this knowledge for yourself mm -hmm. and i think shooting with others yeah can really uh, set you ahead of the game and you can save a few years self-learning just true, by yeah. shooting with other photographers totally. you enjoy and you like uh-huh yeah. i still remember the first time when i went with marcel for an architectural architectural shoot mm. i did not use any of those pictures because <laughs> mine looks super bad <laughs> i had to really learn what are the elements i need to avoid or mm -hmm. i need to look for mm. uh, especially in terms of architectural shooting perspectives is very important yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the way you look at the lines and what are the elements you need to add and what to avoid is uh, very vital compared to uh, taking another like a travel scene or a landscape uh, yeah, place for architecture <laughs> it's mostly about the lines so it's exactly. really important that everything is like straight and mm -hmm. symmetrical and all the stuff and as you told before there the angle is the most important exactly because yeah. when the camera is like just tilted a bit then everything will look weird and yeah, warped yeah. and the lines will not be straight anymore yeah and then yeah you can probably edit two hours <laughs> or just take the shot again <laughs> trust me I, on the first shoot i tried to i thought like okay maybe i got a bad shot but i'm good in editing so i can fix it <laughs> but i spent an hour or something and still i missed all the vital elements from the picture mm. so that i did not use it at all mm -hmm. so it is very important especially in the architectural picture that's why i decided that okay i will never go in that way because <laughs> i'm a sucker <laughs> i might have to spend like few months again to master or at least get to a decent level mm -hmm. uh, and uh, but i think i can take slightly better picture compared to what we did on my on our first shoot together yeah, definitely definitely <laughs> and your street shots are amazing thank so you. i think this thank is you. like more your your passion yeah yeah, yeah more my forte and yeah, you also have an eye for when the moment is happening i'm yeah. mostly too slow that's why i enjoy architecture <laughs> it doesn't move <laughs> <laughs> but yeah every photographer has like his his fields or his yeah. passion which he prefers to shoot yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah this also leads me to another play another question like uh, where do you find or where do you learn photography or what are the places that you keep uh, you have as a list mm -hmm. to learn or keep you updated well, the best thing is definitely youtube so mm -hmm. i learned most of my skills from youtube yeah or just googling it yeah. uh, lately i'm also using skillshare uh -huh. they provide a lot of online tutorials and workshops where you can learn a lot mostly from other creators yeah. uh, also from instagram <coughs> and the other half i learned i would say from meeting other photographers like you yeah or uh -huh. also you. <laughs> uh, going to um, photography events photography yeah. Yeah. walks and also by get inspired <coughs> from, from others and see what 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 they produce and mm -hmm. then try to recreate it in my own way yeah so yeah. this really helped me yeah that is important like uh, not to uh, take the exact same thing but try to find a way mm. to personalize the same situation for mm. yourself you can take <coughs> the same picture in the beginning just to see how, or to understand how it's working mm -hmm. but you should then always try to yeah, make your own shot yeah. and not just copy because this will never be successful exactly other people will recognize it really fast mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah especially these days with instagram you have to be really careful with your name or with your brand yeah so once it gets around you are just copying then yeah you really better problem uh-huh yeah so uh what are the things that you're currently learning in uh, is it can be a software mm -hmm. or a technique so what are you learning right now uh right now i'm still 
try to improve my editing. Uh -huh. So I think I really learned a lot the last half year, yeah. also from you or from the internet. But I still try to edit at least two to three hours a day yeah. just yeah. to practice and get better with the toning. And also, uh, the more you edit, um, the more you, you see in your you see in the picture. So your eyes get used to a lot of details, exactly. which you normally oversee. So this is definitely something I'm trying and I'm also trying to get into video, uh -huh. but I'm telling this since two <laughs> months or something, I guess. So yeah, I look a lot of tutorials about video yeah. um, and also read a lot about it, but I should get started in yeah, the next th time. That yeah. was a huge hurdle for me mm -hmm. as a, a, when you are trained as a photographer for years, mm -hmm. you kind of get used to perfectionism yes. and uh, you know what should be there, what shouldn't be there mm -hmm. and uh, is it perfect? But in video, every single frame is a picture. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was really hard to get into it mm. because uh, I was never happy with any of the videos I took mm. because I see the same perfection level that I used to achieve in uh, in the images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And comparing uh, that to a video is, was not fair. Mm -hmm. So in the end, like, of course, after struggling a lot with me, mm. finally, yeah, like this launch a YouTube video, uh, channel mm -hmm. and uh, just trying to do as many videos as I can during my free time. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it, it is little bit it is a lot different yeah, 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 than yeah. Uh, taking pictures and also the post-processing is a lot different exactly so I don't know for pictures you pick your favorite picture and edit it but for video you have to go through hundreds of clips yeah get the best few seconds out of each exactly. one cut them together and there yeah, it's way more work to finish the product than yeah. in yeah. photography uh, I yeah. felt like uh, when I when I started editing the first video, mm -hmm. and with the Premiere Pro, I felt like a two-year-old kid with uh, <laughs> with a ten-year-old um, math problem problem mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Didn't understand a clue. Yes, Had yeah. to spend uh, again like hours uh, learning just the techniques mm -hmm. and the stuff that the software provides. Mm -hmm. So it's also a huge thing. Yeah, definitely. I'm also currently learning uh, making videos and uh, trying to get slightly better at it. Mm -hmm. Every yeah, every YouTube single videos time. are already really good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Check you. his YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like and uh, you are right now would you call yourself an influencer right now i don't like that word yeah. <laughs> i don't know most of the people uh, i met who called themselves influencer yeah i never could connect to them really good yeah so i tried to to avoid to saying avoid them or avoid, <laughs> I avoid to, to telling that I'm an influencer because yeah. at the end I just uh, do what I love yeah and people and enjoyed it but I yeah don't try to sell them something Some all the time mm -hmm. Or, mm -hmm. or yeah yeah like we, okay we are working with a few brands but most of the brands are brands or all the brands are brands I personally like yeah. and enjoy and yeah. I can yeah. identify myself with it so I would promote them even without uh, a collaboration or something like this, exactly. just because I love the product. Exactly, it is the same yeah. for me as well, because uh, coming from a non-photography background or uh, whatever we have earned all this time, mm -hmm. by naming a tag like influencer or just by showing them with the products which we personally don't like, mm -hmm. just for the sake of collaboration, mm -hmm. is this is something which I also personally avoid all the yes, time. Yes. And I think it's very important and um, uh, as an in the influencer term is kind of a bit overrated I would say mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah when you are passionate about something and when you are sharing about a pro product or whatever it can be service or mm -hmm. anything mm -hmm. I think still people uh, if they trust you or you have a trustworthy audience which mm -hmm. is again very important mm -hmm. and it takes uh, years or months developing it and mm -hmm. uh, by doing one wrong thing can really blow it up yes 
Uh, we were talking about every everyday life yes. as a as a photographer or mm-hmm. architectural photographer. So, mm-hmm. what does your everyday life look like? Uh, that really depends on uh, if I if I'm on a job right now, then mm-hmm. it's most of the time uh, shooting. Yeah. Uh, or if I'm more into marketing and editing, then it can be like, for example, last two or three days I just spent in front of my laptop, mm-hmm. had a lot of uh, projects to prepare, had some work on my website, uh-huh. also some marketing for my Instagram, and this year definitely uh, takes a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, when I'm on a job, then it's most of the time shooting in the morning, so I mm-hmm. always try to shoot in golden hour. Yeah. This is when the light is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, the buildings look better, the contrast is really nice, the light is smooth and soft. Less people around. Less people <laughs> around, which is in architecture really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and also for a busy city like in Berlin, like uh, it's always filled with tourists throughout yes. the year, uh, yes. being a tourist hub. Uh, so going early in the morning mm. is really helpful even for me when mm. i'm sh- uh, shooting street photos mm. because i don't want to have like thousand people or walking yeah, in the yeah, background it's all just distraction just, at the end exactly yes. that i just wanted to focus one person in the end so mm. i go early just mm. try to figure out uh taking pictures when the city comes to life and mm. the elements start waking up mm. or the tram those sounds and everything like it's really something a uh, lot of different. stories are told yeah, exactly every morning. exactly yes, and yes. Uh, every shooting session uh, gives us a different feeling mm. and it's it cannot be compared to shooting at 12 or 1 1 p.m in the afternoon mm-hmm. because it's super buzzing uh, like uh, filled with people mm. of course to to get a, a nice picture of the landscape or from the architectural spot mm-hmm. it's really hard and also the light becomes harsh yeah at 12 or 1 the, the sun is on the highest points yeah. so it's uh, beaming down exactly. directly so most of the time everything looks not that nice than yeah. when you shoot before or after it so I totally yeah. avoid shooting between 11 and 2 mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but there are also some uh, architectural photographers mm-hmm. who prefer to shoot at this time yes, yes, yes. so is uh, what is the difference uh, it offers like shooting mm-hmm. in the morning and mm-hmm. shooting in the afternoon uh, I think it's about a style thing yeah so, personal, so taste. Yeah, personal taste so or ma- waking up uh, late because of the previous day hangover. yeah maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> but i really think it's it's like a, a style thing so a lot of people are especially in architecture they mm-hmm. just uh, sh- shoot details of the yeah. building yeah and then they need like a really blue sky in the background yeah. to make the picture perfect and, and contrast to the image yes. and uh, also this, this 3d uh, feeling to the picture yes yes and I think for them it's really nice when when the light is harsh yeah um, but for me and for my style it will not fit because mostly I show the, the whole scene yeah and yeah. then I yeah I need good light on the spot I'm shooting and not above it so exactly. yeah for me that's not an option I tried it a few times mm-hmm. because as we spoke before it's always good to practice new stuff yeah but for myself I did not post one picture from midday shoot so I just mm-hmm. stopped it completely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh, also like there are a lot of photographers who do aerial photography for architecture mm-hmm. is it something in your forte or uh, you try to avoid you it? mean with a drone uh, no I mean like going to the balcony or rooftops uh, oh, yeah. pictures and stuff yeah, a lot. would you support it or or what do you see people who take risks in taking these pictures? I think you have to 
when you want to stand out you have to take pictures not everybody is taking this yeah. means you have to visit places where not everybody yeah, can access or is visiting mm -hmm. and i think as long as you don't destroy anything or, or, uh, or hurt somebody <laughs> or something like this it's totally okay yeah especially yeah. in berlin uh, berlin there are a lot of public uh, balconies yeah you can go especially in my area kreuzberg are tons of them mm -hmm. you showed mm -hmm. me a few yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i'm yeah visiting i love to visit them yeah because yeah, it uh, offers a unique angle on on the city yeah, yeah. and also um, a lot of different views or frames you can choose from a higher point and when you are on bottom level exactly yeah. because this was one of the uh, most favorite thing I did when I moved to Berlin mm -hmm. going to different uh, roofs or balconies mm -hmm. and uh, trying to find the same angle in a different perspective mm -hmm. To understand uh, or capture the picture to, st to stand out from mm -hmm, the crowd, mm -hmm. but also uh, there are people who take a lot of risk to take these pictures, yeah, yeah. which I also tell people like, okay, try to stay in safe limits. Mm -hmm, if it's mm -hmm. a private uh, balcony place where you can really stand and have your tripod in place, then mm -hmm. it's nice to uh, do those shoots, mm -hmm. not like really breaking into something or mm -hmm. just jumping over the roof or mm -hmm, uh, those mm -hmm. things. I also try to tell people to avoid but this is kind of uh, something which is trending these days yeah, yeah, yeah. right mm -hmm. so for the photography it's really nice uh, to get any kind of picture from the same level mm. uh, that people are walking like in the ground level or in the safe areas the people don't really have to climb mm. or do dangerous stuff to get a picture that mm -hmm. is slightly different Mm. but uh, not worth it for risking their own life. Yeah, it's never worth it risking your own life or also like destroying <laughs> others' property exactly. or hurting anybody else. But besides that, uh, rooftoping is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely nice. And the, and the, and the thing, the part is that uh, I was really sad that many of the rooftops we went mm. are now locked because people misused it. Yes. Um, that Knowing that they can access these places mm -hmm. and did all the activities they shouldn't do and now it's locked down. So I was really sad that I'm not able to do it anymore. Mm. But there are still a lot of places. Uh, I think like maybe we only explored 10% or even less uh, yeah. in Berlin. Yeah, I think, I think there are a lot of secret spots exactly. uh, where not everybody knows about. Yeah, but at the beginning I was like, why uh, aren't they telling yeah. the spots to everybody? But now I understand because when too much people come there, the spot gets closed really fast. Exactly. So yeah, it's totally understandable that the secret spots are not shared everywhere. Yeah. And, and the nice thing is that if even if it is a, a restaurant or a building, mm -hmm. you can still ask for permission and enter those places to mm -hmm. take a nice picture. Mm -hmm. And people are always really kind when you tell them your intention mm -hmm. and when you're not misusing it, people allow uh, you to take the picture. Yes. yes. But maybe it takes, uh, it doesn't happen in the moment of time that when you're there you, you cannot really take the picture immediately mm -hmm. it takes a few days of planning and but you eventually can do that as well yeah i often uh, just spoke <laughs> to people um who live there or to people in a restaurant if i can access their balcony and when yeah. you ask nicely it works most of the time exactly so asking nice helps always mm -hmm. yeah. okay yeah. great so uh, what are now we spoke about one type of mistake that people do in enthusiasm? <laughs> what are the other common types of mistakes that you see in photographers these days or the beginning photographers uh, that you yeah, I really don't want to point out to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, really, photography is art, yeah, and everybody can do whatever he likes or enjoys. <coughs> mm -hmm. I think some mistakes are that a lot of people copies other style yeah. completely. Uh -huh. 
but maybe that's just my point of view. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so I really don't know what to say, what are the, the mistakes there, but I would really try to find your own style and yeah. work for, uh, develop your own style mm -hmm. because at the end, this is the only thing that really sells. Exactly. And a lot of people, they just focus on doing what uh, uh, successful people already did <laughs> over and over again. Mm -hmm. But I think this will bring you to a certain level, but never yeah. uh, yeah, to the professional level because yeah. there yeah. you will need your own style. Exactly. So go for it, do some mistakes in the beginning, but yeah, don't just copy. Exactly. Because yeah. there are, yeah. I have a question. Because <laughs> you said it's art and you have your own style, etc. But how do you know your style is good and it's not absolute shit? How uh, do you know your the, the picture you just took is actually a good picture or not? Uh, it is about again like uh, when you find your own passion about mm -hmm. it and when you are continuing to do it for a few years and when you are presenting it in your own way and not really switching apart, then there are still a lot of photographers mm -hmm. in the uh, in the industry who are famous for their own style that no one has ever done before. Mm -hmm. uh, they just continue doing it, but the way they became uh, recognizable mm -hmm. is because the way they presented it mm -hmm. and they know they knew the right places to present it. Mm -hmm. It's not just uh, posting in one place uh, in a social media or something. Mm -hmm. They try to uh, reach to exhibitions or to partners who will be interested in their picture. And at one point they get recognized. So it is important to find your own style and there are, of course, a lot of basic rules in photography that mm -hmm. people need to understand or go through in the beginning of a stage. The composition, but for example. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they need, they can, of course, feel free to break any of them mm -hmm. to find their or to uh, present their own style. Mm -hmm. Like there are two uh, common mistakes that I, uh, common things that I mm -hmm. see the, from the uh, new photographers. The one is a complaint about gears. Mm -hmm. What gear should I have? Like, mm -hmm. I don't have the best gear mm -hmm. like you do, mm -hmm. or I really uh, cannot afford something. That's why I, I'm not able to pursue photography. Excuses. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, like, for me, it's also challenging when I get stripped down from all the expensive cameras mm -hmm. I have and present me with something super basic. Mm -hmm. I uh, challenge myself mm -hmm. to see what I can really get with this. Mm -hmm. I, I think like it's uh, the passion that drives you, not the gear or how expensive the gear is, right? I think gear can help. Yeah. But at the end, skill is more important, and there are a lot of people they yeah went famous with a smartphone or with smartphone photography. Exactly. So it's more about the skills and about what you tell yourself. So the mindset again. Yeah. Um, and I think you can yeah even produce really nice pictures with a smartphone exactly. so maybe when you when it's going about prints or something uh -huh. like this then i would really recommend getting a dslr yeah but especially yeah. for social media yeah any any smartphone can do it as long as you want to do it exactly there are also like uh, famous youtubers who took their videos with the smartphone yeah yeah and yeah it works so when the story is good the equipment is not that important but mm -hmm. when the story is shit um the, yeah you can have the most expensive equipment it will not help you yeah, yeah. so always the story is the key <coughs> thing and the most important thing about it exactly because uh, there was also one of the youtube uh, youtubers from my city mm -hmm. where i come from and uh, in two years or a year he grew his uh, channel to two to three million subscribers mm -hmm. and all he had was one smartphone mm -hmm. it's important what kind of content you put but not what kind of gear you use behind when mm -hmm. your concept and the, and the content that you are providing is valuable mm -hmm. people don't see what it, with which gear you really took the, yes, uh, yes, the yes, content yes. so uh, the second most uh, uh, 
common thing I see mm-hmm. is when I ask a person who want to be a photographer, mm-hmm. what do you want to be as a photographer? Mm-hmm. They really struggle in telling like, okay, I want to be a nature photographer or a landscape photographer or a wildlife photographer. Mm-hmm. It's hard for them to identify mm-hmm. uh, what kind of photographer they want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all they kind of know is like, okay, you're a nice photographer or I want to be a nice photographer like you. Mm-hmm. But they also don't know how to identify what kind of niche they want or the other person is mm-hmm. in to find as an inspiration to move on. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, like the pe- for those people, I ask them to uh, give them an advice like, okay, shoot whichever you want to, but then over time you find your own passion and yes. you will kind of fit into a shorter place mm-hmm. that becomes your niche. Yeah, try and error is the best. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, just try uh, everything, mm-hmm. uh, every different niche of photography and once we work really good from the beginning, and once will never work <laughs> and just will tell you a bit in which direction yeah, yeah, yeah. you should you should move so for example for me i really love wildlife photography mm-hmm. but i yeah cannot wait like eight hours in the bush waiting for one shot <laughs> so i i skipped that <laughs> yeah i so, used to yeah, i used yeah. to do that like i yeah. love bird photography in the mm-hmm. beginning i thought like okay i will become a bird photographer mm-hmm. so i used to wait uh in the beach or something for mm-hmm. three to four hours holding my long lens mm-hmm. uh, which weighs like two or three kilos holding it all the time <laughs> to get that one perfect shot yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh yeah like that used to be fun mm-hmm. but i kind of realized that my career or my life is moving in a different way mm-hmm. that i cannot always be on the road Mm -hmm. at that point Mm -hmm. so I had to really take a turn so I found something which is interesting me in same photography Mm -hmm. but I tried and experimented different things I Mm -hmm. got into macro photography Mm -hmm. then I got into uh, travel photography of course and the street photography then which I found it as my uh, favorite thing Mm -hmm. so it always takes a long route to find and uh, to find what's uh, interesting for you and what yes. you want to continue yeah. doing and and you know, there's no way to to avoid it so, exactly uh, so every photographer went through the steps yeah and i think for the most of the people who are uh, on the point or at this um, point in their life right yeah. now they just should try everything and yeah, yeah. yeah don't don't try to be perfect from <laughs> the beginning it's normal to make mistakes that's yeah. uh, everybody who's successful did a lot of mistakes in the same niche before exactly so it's all about just trying and doing it exactly yeah. so you said like in the beginning uh gear can help you in some sense yeah for to sure. get a better picture for sure so what is your favorite lens at the moment oh it's really really hard <laughs> to say <laughs> i i would say i have two uh, favorite lenses. Yeah. so i really love uh, wide angle shots uh-huh. um so especially for architecture or for lookup photography, it's amazing. So the EF 11 to 24 f4. Uh, that's uh, huge. Yeah, lens, yeah, I really yeah, you have it as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an amazing lens and it can yeah cover nearly everything. It's like 100 degrees yeah. in both yeah. sides. Yeah. And also, I really love telephoto, uh, telephoto photography. So mm-hmm. the 70 to 200 mm f 2.8 yeah. is my other favorite lens. Uh-huh. So these tools I bring nearly everywhere I go mm-hmm. because they allow to capture yeah, u- unique angles or unique frames which you cannot see with the normal eye immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this helps to yeah to stand out and also to, to create pictures. They are different than from mm-hmm. people visit the same spot. Like exactly. Yeah. And for street photography, like the telephoto lens is something which is really interesting. Yes. Like the amount of compression it offers to mm-hmm. to, foc- uh, mm-hmm. 
to capture your subject mm-hmm. in a unique way mm-hmm. it is really interesting like mm-hmm. as you said like mm-hmm. you carry the 70 to 200 which is an amazing lens f2.8 right yeah i love it yeah so it's it's a great lens for me i i challenge myself by carrying <laughs> 150 600 <laughs> which is a mm-hmm. bird, bird photography lens but since mm-hmm. i'm not doing any bird, bird photography anymore mm-hmm. or very less so I try to use that lens in a very challenging and Roman street photography, which yeah, normally not works. many people use. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. This is where it's more challenging for me to mm-hmm. to use that massive lens in a in a place where it's not supposed to be there. Yeah, but this exactly with something like this, you get unique pictures. Exactly. Yeah, because I know nobody who's running around <laughs> with a 500 mm except you but yeah you can handle it and your pixel uh, pics with it are really nice so yeah. this is a way for you to stand out easily yeah i have taken yeah. some good pictures with those lens which i'm really proud of mm-hmm. <laughs> at least to prove a point that okay all the all the time carrying that there is some use for it exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay mm. so and uh, as um, uh, like a travel uh, photographer mm. or in this in that niche what are the cities that is really interesting for you berlin yeah. <laughs> definitely uh, yeah, you don't yeah. have to travel here to get yeah, yeah. I, I can just yeah uh, go uh, to berlin every day i like to and uh-huh. also uh, each um, how to say each district in berlin yeah. has yeah. its own style his exactly, own architecture yeah. so yeah. there are a lot of the different cultural vibe in it in different yes. districts are super unique yes and also a lot of amazing architects like frank gary mm-hmm. uh, put some buildings here in berlin which you can visit so there's a lot of really yeah art architecture i would say i have no idea who this guy is but i trust you (laughs) he's a famous architect um and for example the dz bank building is Uh designed from him oh awesome okay alex uh, the dz bank in the brandenburg yes yes uh, this example is from uh, frank gary okay uh what i also really like for photography um i never been there but i uh, read a lot about it is rotterdam uh-huh. I heard there are like uh, tons, tons of, of yeah. amazing uh, buildings there yeah. and I really want to visit this year or I mm-hmm. will visit this year mm-hmm. and well, besides that uh, Barcelona uh-huh. uh, yeah, I it's heard also is really an nice. amazing yes. spot for architectural photography especially mm. a lot of aerial photography with the symmetrical yes. perfection yeah I saw it uh, I will go there in the next two weeks I'm already thinking about getting a chopper right or something uh-huh. Because the city from above looks just way too nice amazing, with yeah. all the uh, boxes yeah, and yeah. it's perfect symmetrical all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so what is the advice would you give to someone who is starting new in this field today? Um, I would recommend um, get your camera with you most of the time, uh, practice a lot and shoot a lot. Yeah. Uh, and also try to understand editing as soon as possible yeah um, try to get the most out of your pictures uh, shoot with other photographers mm-hmm. and yeah also ask others for feedback yeah people are nice yeah. when you ask for feedback and yeah especially when you ask other photographers here yeah, they they are on the same path like yeah. you they appreciate what you are doing so you can always ask them exactly because one of the major mistake which I did in the beginning of the time mm-hmm. was that uh, trying to find the answers by myself mm-hmm. or in the places where I think it's the best but mm-hmm. when I started asking or shooting with many other photographers mm-hmm. I learned a lot and yes. uh, they really helped me in improving my uh, mm-hmm. skills in mm-hmm. a very short time mm-hmm. if you could have done something differently in your career what would you have done I would have started earlier with, with all of this. Um, I mean, I started with photo- uh, photography with 27 and 
it was, I was able to improve a lot, but I think when you are younger, it's even faster. So I think when you start with like, yeah, let's say 12 or 15 or something like this, then you can learn way more in a shorter time. And I had the opportunity to start with photography with 21, but uh, at this age, I wasn't into it. And this is kind of something yeah, where I think I would do it different the next time, just start earlier, start as early as possible. Last question, and where or what will, will you be doing in exactly 10 years? Uh, I will be a travel photographer, <laughs> <laughs> spending uh, my life traveling around, um, earning money during travel uh, with my photography and with social media. And also I want to share all my experience and my skills with others and yeah, teach what I have learned. Thank you. Now to you, Jack, what advice would you give to someone starting today in your field? I would advise them to start immediately and uh, they don't have to have any special gear or anything to start photography. They can, they can even start with smartphone, whatever they have right now in order to grow their skill and practice a lot in understanding what is photography and what would they need to improve before invents in investing tons of money on it. Uh, if you could have done something differently in your career, what would you have done? I would have uh, experimented a lot, probably, because I felt uh, like there is uh, photography is really huge, as we described before, and I wish I could have explored more, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm happy with what I'm doing right now. And I don't think, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and I don't think I'd made a wrong uh, step, but I don't know if I would continue this way or maybe something is coming up and which I might also adapt or add to what I'm doing right now. And where or what will you be doing in exactly 10 years? In 10 years, I would be, uh, I wanted to kind of share what I know a lot to other people who are striving in this field. Uh, share my skill or knowledge which I have gone through or the mistakes that I have done so the other people doesn't have to do the same of course there are a lot of people who are doing this before and still people make mistakes like I was doing in the beginning stages yeah, but it's so normal, right? yeah exactly yeah, there should yeah, be yeah. someone who is always telling people okay mm -hmm. what shouldn't what you shouldn't do or what uh, mis uh, like uh, mistakes that I did uh, mm -hmm. in my past and uh, in 10 years also i would love to travel a lot or explore as much as i can uh, be before my body is giving up <laughs> so yeah this so uh, we better be fast huh? exactly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this was really fun uh trying to pick uh your first podcast and first youtube video ever yeah so it was really fun i hope you enjoyed it as well <laughs> <laughs> and uh, more in the future we wanted to bring in uh, artists from different fields or different niches because we now spoke a lot about uh, architecture photography and the travel photography and, and street photography and we also spoke a lot about us <laughs> <laughs> exactly. so in the next workshops uh, yeah we will invite a few guests and also I talk about them, about their experiences, uh, about their opinions, about photography, social media and all the other interesting stuff. Yeah. And uh, if you would like to reach us out or, or give us feedback or ask any questions, you can always reach us in our Instagram account, which is uh, Susan's Jack for me. Uh, of course, we'll put it in the video and uh, yeah, for me, it's uh, Master Travels, but you will find it in the description <laughs> and uh, so we, we're here <laughs> and we have an amazing photographer behind uh, who is be easy and they are an amazing startup in Berlin 
who is helping other growing artists to rent their gear and uh, make photography as inexpensive as possible and affordable so everyone can try to uh, get the latest gears and achieve their projects in the cheapest way. Yeah. So big shout out to them <laughs> and uh, maybe in the future we will also want to interview them. So uh, stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> and see you the next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye bye.